think I said it pretty pretty vividly. It's like getting your heart ripped out. It's, it's hard. You know, it's hard. And no, we didn't come in and have to nobody. We were doing backflips like, all right, we got this thing one. They know better. We all know better. We talked about it. We knew they were going to make a run in the second half. We talked about it. We knew we were going to have to weather a storm in the second half. And uh, so when they started to make a push, it, no, we weren't surprised. We just couldn't counter back. And we've always been able to counter back. We just couldn't quite do it in this one. We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. A very subdued Dan Campbell after the Lions' loss to the 49ers, blowing that 17-point lead. You know, it's the live by the sword, die by the sword type of thing. It's great to be aggressive, but there are certain points where you've got to be smart enough to understand where the aggression is too much because momentum is very, very fickle in any sport, certainly football. One play, one decision that fails can completely change the outcome of a game, and that's exactly what we saw from the Lions and gave the 49ers a chance, and now they're in the Super Bowl. It's one thing to be aggressive when you're pushing to win your division trying to get the one seed you're losing to the Dallas Cowboys because you just have to go for two but like if you lose that game there's really not a lot of stakes it's not like you go home there's you still live to fight another day it's a whole other thing when it's it's win or go home like you should probably take the points especially you can't leave six points on the board against a team like the 49ers with all those weapons mm-hmm. especially Debo was going crazy Brandon Ayuk hadn't even like, really popped one off yet. I think he only had 20 yards at that time. So you know that there's a bunch of weapons that are... George Kittle hadn't even done his thing yet. So they were staging a comeback. You have to take those points. Have to. Yeah, I mean, I like head coaches being aggressive, right? And so... And and also, like, let's look at it like if Josh Reynolds just does his job. And I know it wasn't a perfect throw, but he had his hands on it. He's got to make that catch. If Josh Reynolds just does his job, I mean, then we're probably having a different conversation about Dan Campbell. We're probably talking about, man... He was aggressive, and it paid off, and the Lions are in the Super Bowl. What a season. It's going to be awesome. Everybody's cheering for Detroit because I felt like everybody was really cheering for the Lions. I mean, I have 49ers futures, and I still thought it was going to be an awesome story, and it looked like it was going to be an awesome story. But you just, like, even the field goal, man, I get wanting to go for it on fourth down, and if you pick it up, you know, it's a whole do- it's a whole different ball game, and you want to score. You want six on every single drive, every possession. But if you just look at it like and you play the math out, it's the second half of that game. It's the third quarter. And if you just take the field goal and you go up three scores and you play the possession game, you do the math, the analytics there, they probably, especially the way that they were moving the ball, only have four more possessions and you have a 17-point lead. So that was my issue with Plus it. Plus the Lions were running the ball really well. Really yeah. well. You I can mean, just yes. tick, tick, tick down just, the way. It, it was, it was, it's easy to crush Dan Campbell, and I know a lot of people will continue to do it, but you have the Josh Reynolds drop. You have the fumble by Gibbs, yep. which is obviously huge. It was just like bad luck. It was one thing after another. I felt like I was watching the Green Bay Packers. Um, that's that's that, a game it, that they lose. That's the Seattle game, like NFC Championship game all over again. Or last weekend, Green Bay and San Francisco yeah. in that game. Yeah, so right after the fumble, I started just live betting the hell out of the Niners. Even my wife was like, oh, my God, Detroit's going to lose this game. And I was like, yeah. yes, they are. Yes, they are. And I was just firing away. And Yeah, but, I mean, it was a hell of a game, man. I was actually surprised at what Detroit was able to do across the middle of the field, even with Greenlaw and Fred Warner, one of the best cover linebackers. Laporta was awesome. He had nine receptions, so uh, I was a big dum-dum playing the under there. He went over in the first half, like I said. I was like, good chance this goes over in the first half. It did. For what it's worth, I think I saw some of these pro cappers. Uh, One of them that shall remain nameless uh, went 6-19. and 
Six and nineteen betting the game. Six and nineteen on props. Yeah. Oh, geez, I had a great day actually yesterday on uh, the show with uh, my main man JLC and the great Pam Maldonado, known as. BetMGM game day, which is on. Actually, it's over with, so we don't got to plug that anymore. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I was like, you know what, guys? I know Debo's dealing with the shoulder injury. I know everybody loves Brandon Ayuk, but my two favorite plays: George Kittle unders and Debo Samuel alts. And he, uh, he hit the number. Yep. We went over sixty-two and a half, and he uh, hit that number. That was my biggest bet of the weekend. So shout nice. out to Debo Samuel. I shout took a little bit Debo. of that. I want Super Bowl MVP, and I'm just going to let it ride with the Niners. I know that the uh, Chiefs are probably the right side. Who'd you go with Super Bowl MVP? Uh, So I do have some Travis Kelsey. Uh I have some Isaiah Pacheco, and then I have some Debo Samuel now, and then that's it. Because my Lamar ticket, uh, we threw that in the trash. But that was paid for anyway with the Lamar regular season ticket. And I'm just going to let it ride with the Niners, I've decided. For now. We'll see. When we get a little bit closer, got, I might change my mind. Yeah, but right literally. now, I'm letting it ride with Kyle Shanghain and the Bulls. Two weeks to overthink this. It's a yearly tradition for everybody in our industry and every fan and every sports better and just anybody in general. So much time to look at props. So much time to think about the game. So much time to sit there and overthink about so much stuff. And you know what? Shout out to Brock Purdy, too. While we're at it, dude, while we're at it, dude, let's shout out like to your Lamar. boy. Yes. Shout out, and I, 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 really quick got to say it. First prop bet since you went there, before you talk Brock Purdy, over eleven and a half rushing yards. I already played it. That's that's I'm yep. playing that right this second as we speak. Go already. on, I know that's yep. your guy, Nick. That's your that's your main. Do you have a Brock Purdy jersey that you're going to wear to Las Vegas? I don't, but one. I'm probably going to have to get myself one. You know, and it's interesting too because you guys know this about me, right? You guys can both vouch for me. President and CEO of the Brock Purdy fan club sitting right here at mm-hmm. this desk, right? Like I was talking over the summer, this guy's going to win the starting job. He'll be the starting quarterback for this team. But I find it so interesting. He's a very polarizing story. It's a very polarizing topic, and it has been for a while, right? The guy is the last pick in the draft kind of has some Tom Brady vibes now in terms of the trajectory of his career but he still had plenty to prove this past weekend in this game right we still talked about him being able to lead the team back when they're down being able to win you know important playoff games didn't get a chance to see it last year because he had an elbow that didn't work the problem was and I said on Friday right I said Brock Purdy has more to prove than anybody else quarterback wise in these two games this past weekend even more than Lamar Jackson and I had people freaking out. They're like, what do you mean he has something to prove? Oh, and then once he wins and plays well in the second half, by the way, really bad first half, second half, it's, oh, see, he showed you, didn't he? Brock Purdy showed you. Well, there's a difference between somebody having something to prove and then saying you think somebody's going to fail. Like, I've, I've always said Brock Purdy has the potential to be a franchise quarterback. He's got a lot of weapons around him that certainly helps him, but he was the most accurate quarterback in the NFL this year. Incredibly efficient, improved his ability to get the deep throw down the field accurately, consistently, worked on that. And now we saw first half to second half in the comeback for the 49ers. He added something else to his very short resume in the NFL. He can lead a team back get them to a Super Bowl. He can forget what happens in the first half, play well in the second half. In fact, Brock Purdy had himself a game that no one else has ever had before. I saw Optostats tweet this out. Brock Purdy is the first quarterback ever, regular season or postseason, to throw for 150 or more yards and a half, rushing for 45 or more yards and a half, completing 80% of your passes, averaging 10 or more yards per rush with no turnovers. No quarterback in the last 30 years has done that in any half of a regular season or a postseason game. He added to his resume. He had something to prove, and he proved it. 
Everybody should believe in what Brock Purdy can do and what Brock Purdy has the potential to do with the right system and with the support of this team. But it's just amazing how people can look at this and think, like, just because someone still has, like, a little experience in the NFL, that we can still have questions while also believing in what their ceiling could be. I love Brock Purdy. I'm so glad he was able to prove that. I'm glad that he went out there and shut everybody up that didn't believe in him. I've never been one of those guys. I absolutely love Brock Purdy. Everybody on social media, I don't feel like writing comments. I'm just going to say it to you like this. I always believed in the guy. He proved what he had to prove to everybody. I am the president of his fan club, and I got two people vouching for me right here. So shut the hell up. Thank you. Uh, before half, I gave him a nickname. I uh, sent a text message to some of my buddies, and I said, more like Brock Poopy. And I was also calling for <laughs> Sam Darnold and tweeting out Sam Darnold memes. I found one where Sam Darnold's head is on the body of Simba, like baby Simba, so I got a kick out of that, and I laughed. You do. Um, you are the president of the Sam Darnold A lot of vitamins were involved, club. but I laughed like for like five straight minutes for some reason, and my wife is a little bit worried about me. I haven't slept very much in the last 13 days. Um so I have given myself a $7,622 allowance to bet the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> including my, you see it right here, including my 49ers futures. My first bet, $127 will be placed towards Brock Purdy's rushing yards, baby. You yep. better rush for 13 yards. Yes. Or else you have to pay for your man's sins. <laughs> if you're all aboard the Brock Purdy. No, nah, I'm just kidding. This is the parlay that I played with that this morning. Yeah. It is Brock Purdy over 11 and a half rushing yards. Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown, mm -hmm. plus 400. Tell wow. me that's not a nice little Ooh, That's a, four that's to a one solid on that? price yeah. for that, too, yeah. Four to one. Yeah, I'm going to cherry pick and play yeah. that with you. I mean, McCaffrey, we know, is getting in the end zone unless the aliens abduct him before the game um, or he goes full Kerry Collins. And then Kelsey's going to score until he dies. Yep. Like, Travis Kelsey could get out of bed at 75 years old and, like, go find a seam in the middle and just catch a 65-yard reception for a touchdown. I love and hate him. You know, the there, there's time. actually, with Travis Kelsey, it's starting to be like a Jimmy Butler vibe where it's like, oh, he's getting old. The playoffs come, and he just turns the knob back up. Yeah, look what he did against Kyle frickin' Hamilton. The, yeah. Probably the best safety. Like, I know the pro football focus numbers have him number two. He's the best safety. He's yes. the best safety in the league, in my opinion. Um, God, the Ravens know how to draft, though, don't they? They know how to find talent defensively. Oh, yeah. yeah and yet yeah, still yeah. Travis Kelsey just and, – and, I mean, it's Kyle Hamilton, and then we also talk about the linebackers that you've got there in, in Baltimore, and Travis Kelsey just embarrassed every single one of them. I mean, it's he's, – He's the best ever, in my opinion. He's the best tight end to ever play the game. I know Gronk, and and, I, and Kittle's great, too, and Kittle has a different skill set. Kittle's a better yeah. blocker. He, but they used him as, that's all they did in the first half. He was a blocker. He, he was non-existent in the pass game in the first half. Yeah, and I mean, it helps that you have Patrick Mahomes throwing you the football, just like for Gronk, it helped that he had Tom Brady throwing him the football. But Kelsey's awesome, man. And, um, yeah, yeah. I saw that coming yesterday. Though. I think yeah. we all did. And it's just, I mean, they at this point, they know what works. They know they can get the ball to Kelsey in the playoffs. And also, too, you get the ball to Isaiah Pacheco. Let Isaiah Pacheco get out there, run the football. He's a, I mean, he's a legit back. And the Chiefs just have it figured out at just the right time. The 49ers are as deep and as talented, as, especially offensively, as any team in the NFL. 
but we know that Chiefs defense is at least the best that Patrick Mahomes has ever had. So you're going to have to have Kyle Shanahan. Again, if everybody's healthy, that helps. If Debo's playing like that, we weren't sure if he was going to play. Yeah. You give him two weeks to recover, he's going to be even more of a weapon out there. But there's a lot that the 49ers can do to counter whatever it is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have cooked up. Oh, yeah. I'm, that- I'm going to be playing Debo anytime touchdowns. Same. Yeah, for sure. Pacheco's a good one, too. Three touchdowns in three weeks. Yeah. He's had a touchdown every single game of the playoffs. So he's been very, very good. 24 attempts against the Ravens. 24 against the Dolphins. You would imagine you look at, you know, what San Francisco's run defenses look like in the playoffs. Pacheco's going to run down their throats. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to watch this game because I feel like the case I can make for San Francisco is they're not going to go away from the run. They're going to run off tackle with Christian McCaffrey. Yep. And that's where Kansas City struggles to defend the run. Yep. And if they could eat up some clock, and if Nick Bosa and Chase Young actually show up, although they're saying maybe Chase Young might get benched, we'll see. Oh, my. But if they actually could get some pressure on Mahomes, yeah. It's been MGM the night.